Welcome, beautiful souls. You are tuned in to Love Human, Be Spirit. With us, I'm Amy, a 3-5 emotional manifester, right angle, cross of Eden. And I'm Monique, a 1-4 splenic projector, right angle cross of the vessel of love. And we'd love to invite you to join us while we talk all things human and spirit through the lens of human design. We'd like to offer you inspiration, information, and lived experiences while we're on this human ride together. So buckle up or don't, your choice. We're here to celebrate your uniqueness and our own and offer a perspective that allows us to lean into what makes us special what makes us human. So let's do it. Get ready to laugh, cry, and everything in between. And we plan to have a lot of fun along the way. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Love Human Be Spirit. We have decided, which was um, absolutely came from my beautiful co-host Monique, but we're going to play a game today. And we are going to have fun with it and we're going to make up rules as we go. And we're going to throw out rules if we feel so called to do so. And it is intended to just show the lightness that can be possible um, in the human design charts and body graph, whatever word you use. So um, I'm going to let you describe what we're going to do here, Monique. How are you today? I'm good, Amy. Thank you. Um, I'm excited too. I just got a little nervous when you were saying that. I'm like, is it going to be fun? Oh my God. Some of these questions are a little heavy, you know, but um, <clears throat> hopefully it'll be, uh, you know, enlightening and fun is what I, what I kind of always hope life is. But uh, yeah, I just, um, I have a person that I've enjoyed learning from in the human design space for a while now. And her name is Sam Zagar. Um, Amy knows I'm pretty, pretty, uh, she's one of my like top people that I really enjoy um, getting content from and just kind of like, you know, social media learning from and and things like that. Um, But she has amazing resources. And so if anybody else uh, likes to learn like me, um, there's something to be said about a projector learning from another projector. Um, I've, I've, you know, I I experienced that with Dana and Shane as well when I had the time with them. Um, and it's just something about the translation of the content and it really lands for me. But Amy, um, I, I often share with her a lot of the stuff that I, um, you know, consume and, and as she does with me. Um, and I, uh, I, 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 I bought this content from from Sam Zagar a while ago, and I recently re-came upon it. And I um, shared some of these um, questions and statements. And it's a, it's a PDF that she had available. I don't know if it's still available, um, but it's like a gate guide. <clears throat> and um, it, it had all of the gates and all the centers. And it's a really, it's a really cool PDF. I remember when I first got it, it it also comes with like, she included like questions on the end that you can um, like kind of write. I I printed the whole thing out. I showed Amy in color and she's like, how much did you go through with that? It's like, you know, a million pages, but um, I have, you know, weird urges like that. And uh, it came with like, I think probably this is why it came with like the page at the end that you can put like your centers and what the gates are, you know, to like kind of help you um, you know, and she's a quad left uh, project, splenic projector, a three, six, a six, three. 
I can't remember right now, but definitely a quad left and a slated projector. But um, which to me is somebody that, you know, similar to Amy who has three left arrows. Um, I, I enjoy learning from people like that. It really works for my receptive mind to take in information like that. It's the kind of info that really sticks in there because I think it's, it's just uh, brought in this focused, concise way and it's like allows my my mind to really hold on to it you know I've really really learned a lot from her so highly recommend if you're a person like me that um likes to self-learn she's a pretty self-taught um uh person in the field too and um she's she's pretty brilliant in a lot of ways and so so, so I've shared I shared this with Amy um and we she was equally um uh thought these questions and uh statements were thought-provoking and worth she's like there's something here and I'm like yeah right there because they were just you know good just a few we touched on so my idea was um to to play this game where we pick a gate and we ask the other person um you know which to, to to answer it some of them are questions some of them are statements like describe a this or um and they are gate specific and uh they're you know so you could have your graph and you can play along or you can play later um, or you can, you know, just think about it. But, you know, whether you have the, the gate that we choose or not, um, it, it's still a, a really cool place to to just ask yourself these things. Right. Um, because like we always say, just because we don't have consistent access to these um, gates, it doesn't mean that we don't borrow them and, and learn how to use them and, and stuff from time to time, because that is what it's about, right? Like I get to watch Amy use her um, gate 18 to correct things. And I learn how to do the same. So I don't carry that all consistently, right? Or whatever. Um, so yeah, that's the idea. I hope Amy's right and it's super fun. And um, I just wanted to, you know, give a lot of props to Sam Zagar because like I said, I really did learn a lot from her. I continue to learn a lot from her. I just bought a bunch of her stuff recently and, um, and yeah, it's uh, it's one of my favorite th people to consume. So um, thanks for these, Sam, if you hear this. And <laughs> uh, and uh, and let's get into it, Amy. You go first, Manifester. So a couple things I want to yeah I, I, yeah absolutely. And a couple things that I want to say. What I love about this is as we were taught the gates, and I don't care where you are in your learning journey. There's no wrong way to do it. And you know we were get like you know we we were definitely have been self-taught, but we've also had some guided um, teaching. And I couldn't agree with you more. I love being taught by projectors. And then interestingly enough, I love the perspectives of manifestors because it feels so um, at home for me or either that, or it's like, wow, look at them <laughs> just being, you know, and so it's like, you're going to, every single person who does this connect with however it feels best for you. I did some learning from another energy type that I won't mention. And it was much more challenging for me to learn from. Like it just, there was just, we were kind of all over the place <laughs> and that was a little frustrating for my three left arrows. And so um, just learn however you feel called to. And what I loved about these questions, it's a different insight to what's available in the energy of that gate. And to Monique's part point, it doesn't matter if you have it or not. We have access to that energy. It's either consistent or inconsistent, right? There, here we go. When, you know, based on the transits and that kind of thing, we all have access to gates that are not, you know, permanently in our designs. So um, mm -hmm. it's just it's meant to be fun. And I trust that it will be 100%. Yeah. 
And you know, you said it um, beautifully because there, it's it's different insights into these gates. And like you said, when we we're learning this, and and also like you said, any part of the learning process that um, anyone listening happens to be in, because gates is something that you might not even think about um, when you first start learning about this necessarily. You know, right. we really talk about type and um, authority and strategy and um, and on, and on the profile even. You know, a lot of things kind of come up before gates and. Or you could be a reflector, and that's one of the first things you learn about, right? I would if I were a reflector. I, I mean, I was really drawn to the gates. You could be a person that likes numbers and get drawn to like learning about that part of the chart too. Um, but yeah, I think that it's really cool to let yourself, um, as always, like be guided by what you're drawn to. And so if exploring the gates is something that you're into, this is a really cool way to do it. And I think because Sam is a projector, it's what you said, Amy, it's a different insight into yes. the gates. Yes. Right, because that's our gem as projectors. We get to have these different um, perspectives or insights on, uh, uh, you know, a, a thing on a system on, and you know, and um, this is her system. So it's it's cool, and it's they're they're really cool, thought provoking, fun um, ways to to explore these. Yes. And so, yeah, I, I, I think that say. I yeah. think that the energy of the gates is just another really potent space to differentiate ourselves. I mean, human design is the science of differentiation. And so it's, it's just another potent way to highlight our uniqueness and differentiation because while Monique is a splenic projector, just as Sam Zagar is, they both have different activations, i.e. gates in their design, which empowers them to show up differently in the world. And that's what I love. So I am actually going to start with a gate that you have divine defined both consciously and unconsciously, and it's in your throat center. So I'm going to say what center it's in whenever I do this, you get to do this however the hell you want. And I'm going to let our listeners know if you have it or not, because I, I am not going to say that every single one that I choose, however many we you know get through, um, I'm not going to say that I am always going to pick one that's in your design, but I love this gate with you. And so I am choosing gate 56 in the throat. And the question that this one offers is have others responses to your stories created stress around your desire to share them? <laughs> should we tell them what the energy of gate 56 is, or should we just leave it with the question? I feel like the love question you. is fun. What do you think? I love I love you, left arrows. I I um I just I, I don't know. I don't know the answers to any of those questions, but I did sort of think that. I, I kind of like the idea of not saying the gate name and doing the question because again, it allows us to really go into exploring a gate, maybe without a preconceived notion. I don't know. Some I of the like gates have too. weird names. I like that know? too. Because think for our listeners who don't know the gate, it doesn't matter. I want you to just tap right. into just absolutely. Yeah. Or, okay. And or what if the question just resonates for you anyway? What yeah. maybe you don't know your design and you're just hearing this and you hear this question and it still allows you to journal. Great. We promote that um sort of self-discovery, you know. However, like that's why I said, like, let your ears like guide you. What if it stands out to you? You know, I told Amy recently, I realized my whole incarnation cross is in one center in my graph, and that that's not very common. No. And that's never something that I saw myself and I've looked at my charts for hours of my life at this point and um and I heard somebody else say it in, a, in some weird recording that I was listening to and 
I was like, oh my gosh, another thing to think about. But I had also already been really drawn to understanding the G Center and the Identity Center and right. the gates that surround it. So I, I get, that's why I'm saying, listen to yourselves, people. If you're yes. drawn to like a certain one, explore that. If this question lands for you and you don't even know if you have the gate, great. But yeah, because sometimes the gate names are weird. Like, and then the I Ching name is different than the gate. And you know, all the like things like the 46 pushing upward or love a physical body or, you know, like, let's just stick with the question. And the I, I, what I, and what I want to share is that was my design that just showed up saying that because I felt immediately the feeling that I felt that I just took from my solar plexus to my throat and shared it with you all was that, oh, I really want to know what that is. And then I'm empowering myself to release that because I don't have to know. And that allows me to be very present to tune into the question. So I'm going to repeat the question. And I'm going to also say, I love the way you tell stories, Monique, which is why I felt called to share this. So have others' responses to your stories created stress around your desires to then share them? Yeah, yes, <laughs> yes is the short answer. Um, I remember when I was reading, I think this was one of the ones that I shared with you when I was sharing you uh, the, the document originally with you when we first spoke about it. And um, absolutely, I remember re as soon as I laid eyes on this question and I read it, have others, have others responses to your stories created stress it's so interesting her language even because created stress around your desires to share them that's pretty like dramatic languaging like really like others responses have created stress around my desires to share my stories gosh that's intense like when i when i sit with that but it's also 100% yes is the answer to that. Um, I have shared things in my life. Um, and, and I thank you for saying you love how I tell stories. And um, that's why this podcast has been such a, a pivotal point of self growth for me as well. Um, I've learned that by me telling stories, it's um, received and it's been, um, it's also, I, I've learned that I enjoy doing it and that I feel comfortable doing it, you know, with, with the ones I pick obviously, but um, and, you know, but I have to pick and choose too. I think maybe I was telling stories all willy nilly, you know, sometimes before. Um, and, and, you know, that projector like pushed, like want to like assert. And I was really thinking about this the other night. I was just, um, I was so taught or, or, or really somehow learned that, you know, I, I really had to figure out what I wanted to do and initiate my way into it and just figure it out and go get it and get it with a plan and have some, you know, and, and so, and, and gosh, no wonder I felt like such a like failure because all of that is so not natural to how I meant to go through. It's almost the opposite for me. You know, I'm really not meant to like push myself onto anyone and it's way more relaxing for me to do it that way is what I've learned. Um, and so I really think that this is a great question um, for anybody, like I said, but um, if you have this gate for sure, because it's um, uh, one of my good friends has this gate and it's her main sun gate. And she's one of my favorite people to listen to speak. She's just the best storyteller. Um, I'm talking about you, Christy, just in case you're listening, because she's the best. She's funny and engaging and like, I love it. And it's her main sun gate, which, you know, carries a lot of the energy in our chart. So that makes sense for her. And um, this connects one of my channels in my design. So I have the 5611, 
which connects to my throat to my ajna, which um, Amy's always mentioning my curiosity and how much she likes it. And this is that channel. So I've really learned to love this, uh, this, this quality about myself and lean into it because as many things, it's always been there. Um, I've always had a desire to share my stories. Um, I've always written and um, I always wrote the, the things going on in my life. I have like pages of this stuff. And I always um, figured I'd put it together somehow in a book. And I always kind of had that in my mind. Um, and and uh, I, I definitely went through periods where um, it was like, what I'm just going to tell my stories and that's it. That's going to be a book. It's not, who cares, right? But, you know, learning this has now allowed me to really rethink that, you know, really be like, oh, like I, you know, this is one of the things that I'm really here to, to, to be and do, and, and it feels natural and good. Um, and it's, and it can be received in this uh, really impactful way. Cool. You know? Yeah. But so I would say that, um, that although others responses to my stories have in the past created stress around my desire to share them, um, I really don't, I try not to let that happen anymore, or I don't think about that as much, or, um, you know, I, I, it's almost like I know more when I really need to share the story now. I'm curious because on your conscious side, um, it's, it's, you know, the fourth line. So if, you know, our listeners remember that you can see where the gate is, on your body graph. And then the decimal point after that tells you which line it is. And it's a fourth line. So I was just curious if now you feel more called to share with your people, with your community, right. just like you said, this platform, right? I mean, mm -hmm. this is a perfect example. I'm a perfect example. Your trusted people, your That's community, your tribe. Point. Absolutely. Because, you know, the idea of sharing my stories with the world, ugh, ugh, that's a little like overwhelming for a four line, right? Like that's like, that's five line shit. <laughs> you share your stories with the world, right? Um, but, uh, but when I think about it, like how you just said, yeah, that, that does, that sounds a lot safer. You know, I'll share my stories on this platform all day. Whereas like that's still, you know, maybe reaching the world, right? But in my mind, when I think of that, like logically, it sounds too, you know, intense. So that's interesting that it's in a four line for me. And so then unconsciously, it's a six line. So think about it. You're that, oh, Lord. You're that wise uh, I can't sage. Think about that. Yeah, but see, I love that. You're that wise sage. You're sharing it from a much different perspective. I mean, you know, um, you, you're reflecting at that point and sharing. It's just Where cool. is it? Gosh, you have the chart pulled up and everything. I'm so... My ass is like, I barely got the list pulled up, guys. Listen, <laughs> three left arrows, okay? Three left. <laughs> let me get, let me catch up. But, um, but that's my answer. Um, I love your answer and all the I way. love the question, honestly. I'm glad you started with that. Thanks for uh, easing me in there. I'm a little nervous when you're like, I'm going to pick one in your chart. Um, okay, cool. Well, um, I'm going to pick one. Is it my turn now? It is your turn. You have okay. four. All right, I'm gonna pick um, gate sixteen. Okay. Oh, I don't. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything. I just picked the number. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> do you have gate sixteen? Yes, I do. Yes. Picked one you had. All right. Also in the throat. Good job, Monique. Um, okay. Ready, Amy? Ready. How do you? No. How do the skills you have been developing truly represent who you identify as? Ooh, good one. <laughs> 
I'm sorry. <laughs> I have thought so much about this gate recently, you guys. God, it's, oh, I almost told him what it was. See, see where I go. It's like, I want, <laughs> um, it's and, okay if you want to. I think yeah, you know it's the gate of skills and yeah. be who you are. Yeah. yeah, and and the intention is that you know creating a skill set, um, surrounding some mastery to it type of thing. And it's so funny because before this, we were talking about some of my gates in my spleen. So that's why I'm laughing. You guys don't get the inside joke, but anyway, um, so and the word I'm sorry before you start the word skills is in this in this question. Right. So really, I think you're totally on point. So I want to name it, you know, in this case, how do the skills you have been developing truly represent who you identify as? It's a great question. I mean, I'm glad you got it. Not yeah, me. The skills that I have been developing for myself are really empowering me to live into my authentic design. And first and foremost, what that means to me as a manifester, certainly what that means to me as it relates to my emotional waves, what that means to me to my main sun gate, my um, incarnation cross, just, you know, these activations we're talking about here. And I don't have to be perfect and I don't have to be certain, um, but it, all of those things together empower me to share this skill set, And in, that is what I do anyway, <laughs> and invite others, um, once I'm grounded in them for myself to find theirs. And I mean, that's what I do for a living, which I love. And um, I, I have said for so long that I'm a forever learner. And I think the deep learning about myself and um, what my quote unquote purpose is and how I'm meant to show up in the world, not how I was expected to, not how I was programmed and conditioned to, but how I'm designed to and what feels best for me. I'm a feeling, right? In Define Solar Plexus, it's what feels good to me. And so um, how do I represent, how am I developing these to truly represent who I identify as? I definitely identify very clearly as a manifester for sure. And I um, am deeply connected to that. And I'm inviting myself to share that more and more. I wish you guys could see, but I have a notepad about where I have written down, I'm a manifester. And then I'm writing down things that I'm connected to. And I feel like that's helping me see the skill set that I have available and how I am meant to show up, share, and serve others that will create the initiation and the impact that I'm meant to. And, and it's meant to collect or to benefit the collective. Yes, myself, but also the collective. And um, it just feels really cool. So uh, I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised that this is the one that you just chose out of nowhere because I chose mine very intentionally and we get to do that. So mm -hmm. that was well, positive. I mean, it's interesting, you know, I feel like it, I think about that now a lot because I've leaned into like spleen choices like this, that's, yep. you know, so is it, is it a not intentional choice because I didn't think it through or is it super intentional because it came right from my intuition? Yep. You know, I'm pretty sure it's the that. latter. I'm pretty sure it's the latter. I think about that sometimes, you know, but if I, if I don't even, you know, I don't even know, it's interesting you know, um, and that's subconscious for you. Now yeah. that I've pulled up her chart, I've caught up people. And, um, and, uh, you know, I noticed my 56 that you chose as my North node in mine. Yeah. Um, I also noticed, which is an interesting uh, thing. So it makes sense that I'm, you know, at a place where I'm feeling more comfortable telling my stories, <laughs> right. With the age that I'm at, like, is a North node kind of when you like you start like around this age, you know, you start stepping into that from South yeah. Node, kind of like that. I'm pretty sure that's around there. 
Yes. Um, where's your gate 16 at, homie? I can't find it. It is um, in my moon, right? And oh, subconscious it, moon. Interesting. Yeah, and, it, and it's the two line, which makes sense, right? I it's mm. it's natural. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of have to sit with it, and um, yeah. do I want to share it with others? <laughs> you know that kind of thing. So love it. Uh, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, it, that's good. You ready for another one? Yeah. Okay, I am choosing, and again, I'm choosing intentionally gate 15. Gate 15. And I'm choosing this because we literally just had this discussion yesterday about this, because my son also has gate 15, gate 15, and I'm just going to tell y'all, fuck it, because I want to. It's the gate of extremes, and um, I love it. It's in the G-Center, which we were just talking about how she's really deeply connecting to her G-Center. And so the question that I will ask is... What are some examples of polar opposite behaviors you've just demonstrated over your life? (laughs) (laughs) What are not examples of (laughs) polar opposite behaviors I've demonstrated in my whole life? Um, Okay. First of all, gay 15 is such a a love-hate type of thing when you have it, guys. That's why I wanted to share it. That's exactly why I wanted, because I wanted any, like I knew how you decide to share it will inspire and empower others to see it another way. I knew it. I hope so. Um, (laughs) But uh, I'm, you know, I'm just going to be honest as always. And um, this is, this is a a gate. I remember when I first started learning, I'm sorry, but now that you named it and stuff, now I'm talking about it this way before I answer the question. So this is a gate. When I first started learning about it, I remember one of the first things that I read about it was really um, positioned in a really kind of cool way. It was about how uh, gate 15 people are, uh, you know, very connected to like um, spirit or like the, 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 or nature, like the things. Um, and, uh, and it was about how their auras really um, kind of stand out and how like when they show up somewhere, they're noticed. Um, it's, that, it's that type of energy around it. It was really like, I was like, oh, cool. That's nice. Like that, I like how that sounds. And then I started to learn more things and, uh, you know, gate of extremes and like the word, I'm like, oh God, already I'm like, she's extreme what? Like, and then, um, and then I started to really understand what it meant. And, uh, or I guess I'm still understanding what it means, but this idea of being okay with operating in these two ways that feel very different um, over different periods of times in our lives. Um, it's something that like we have to re-get used to because, and I say it like that because my daughter also has skate 15. Um, and um, she, you know, kids are who they are, right? We say this all the time. So, um, but for, so if she's acting one way one day, and like another way the next day, she's not gonna sit around and think about that and be like, oh, that's weird, I'm being inconsistent or whatever. But as a grown up, as a grown human, um, I, we, we may do that to ourselves with this gate, 
right? So the idea of having these polar opposite behaviors was not like a, in my mind, like a great thing to, to have or to be or whatever. So, um, you know, the, what, what I'm giving that example because um, that's something that like we have to remember that is okay, right? So I love this question. Um, since I said all that, can you just read it to me one more time? What are some examples of polar opposite behaviors mm -hmm. you've demonstrated over your life? Right, right, right. Okay. Give specific examples. Okay. So polar opposite behaviors I've demonstrated in my whole life. Um, I, 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 I'm trying to get really specific here, but um, I will tell you that I'm a person that gets really into uh, different exercise type of things and then totally never touches it again. Um, like I, you know, was doing yoga pretty regularly for a while. And then I was like, I don't, I don't remember the last time I've done it. I've kind of been thinking about wanting to do it again though. So there's kind of that, you know, example. Um, oh, uh, like how about meat eating? That's a good polar thing. I've, there's been times in my life where I've been vegetarian and I've not eaten any meat. And there's times in my life, like right now where I do eat meat. That's a pretty polar opposite thing. Um, and that's been always, I remember being quite young the first time I was like, I'm not gonna eat meat anymore. I don't, I don't really, I don't know why I even like said it. It wasn't because I, I mean, I was raised in city life. It's not like I saw farms and saw the way that things are and why that can be bad. And, um, you know, so it wasn't like for the understanding of animal cruelty. I mean, maybe later as I got older or some, something, that was probably a reason, I think when I was maybe a teenager, but. I remember being quite young when I was like, I don't want to eat that anymore. So um, polar opposite. Uh, I mean, I changed my major a lot in college too. Um, I mean, from where I started and where I ended is pretty polar opposite too. You know, I, uh, I was an English major and then I was a journalism major. And then I was a travel and tourism major. And then I was a hospitality management major which is what I ended up graduating with, with a minor in English, because I just had an excess of classes at that point in that. But um, I also, the way that I did college was a little bit like extreme like that. I would go, some semesters I would do like five classes, or I don't know if that's still considered a full load, but back yeah, when I went is. to- Yeah, definitely yeah. is, yeah. It was, um, and then there was some semesters where I didn't go, or I would just do one class and it would be like photography. Um, you know, I, uh, I had an extreme amount of over credits when I graduated by the time I graduated, um, you know, like I, I'm thinking of an example that I gave, I don't know when, when I told the story, but, uh, about how, like, I'm really, um, I faint easily at like the sight of blood. Like I'm not, I'm squeamish. Like if it's really gross, I might, I'm, I might faint. Um, especially if it's animals, Oof. Uh, but I'm just thinking about it right now. My stomach just got like, yep. but, um, but if I, like, I, I think I've given this example, but if it's a situation where it's something very serious, like, I don't know, life or death, like something like where the person needs my, um, I had an experience with an ex of mine where he began to have seizures kind of out of nowhere. And the first one, when it happened, it was really scary because he fell on the floor and his head was blood. And I was like late at night and I had to like, I just knew what the fuck to do. I don't know how, but I knew what to do. And um, there was, I didn't, 
you know, but in another moment, I fainted at the vet's office when my dog's like anal duck burst. Oh, oh God, I want to barf at that. Oh my God. I, 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 why I, did I, you no, even I, let me know that that was possible? What the hell? <laughs> oh God, you don't want to know. I'm not going to tell anybody about that because God bless everybody that doesn't know what that means. Um, I didn't know what that meant until that moment. Me in either. Time. I don't want to know. I also thought my dog was dying because I didn't know that this happened. So, but I was acting all like, cause I thought it was life or death. So I was like real tough till I got to the bed. And then once they, like I saw, I guess, I guess my body felt like, okay, this is under control. Now I literally fainted. <laughs> it was like, stop. And I went, they had to put me on like those table to like get your blood bug up to the, so <laughs> that's a pretty polar opposite thing. Right. I love um, that like, because you have shared before, you know, don't bring me, you know, a cut hand, but I will save your whole damn life if it's, you know. yeah. so like, I it's love so that. gross to me. There's like the other day, like someone at work was like bleeding. They're like, do you have a bandy? I'm like, ill. I'm like, get that away. I'm not trying, like, unless you're my like child and you need a bandy. This is not a hospital. Fun. This is a bar. You go figure it out. Yourself. That too, buddy. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> But yeah, but, but, you know, another time at the bar, this, uh, this, <laughs> this is a funny story, but this, this dude was an older man, older man in a, what are those called? Hover rounds, you know, yeah. like electric wheelchair things. Um, he like trolls the neighborhood. He's like one of those people on like Miami beach that like thinks he thinks he owns the block type of type of energy. And, uh, he was, <laughs> he was rolling past the bar where I work. And th I guess there was a person there that was hanging out that he had like issues with or whatever. And he decided in that day that he was going to stop and start like blah, 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 talking, whatever. Um, I was safely inside the bar and just kind of like, uh, like, all right, that's going to pass and keep going. Um, it did not. And, uh, said person in the hover round decided to stand up from the hover round now now standing though and picked up a stool that was outside and like threw it tried to throw it at the other guy right um I only know this because he missed and it hit like the the window like the bar inside and that's when I know I'm like oh what's going on out there like I had no idea um so I go out there I have no idea what's going on there's people sitting out there but I went out there and I just started yelling at this man like to get the fuck away really like this you're not even hanging out here what are you doing like and also can you guys take your beef to like the alley like normal freaking boys do when they're acting stupid I don't know like can you not do this in front of the bar this is not that place right we have like good vibes here you know My, also there's customers here but I'm like doing this in the moment and I'm like I'm, I'm saying it very calmly now. I was told later by some regulars that I, I was doing mom foot, which which he 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 like motioned what I was doing. And it was like hand on hip stomping of the foot, like yeah. get out of here right now, like type of. <laughs> and said, you know, buddy in the hover around obviously did not like this. And then he took he lifted up his his um chair cushion that he rides on and pulled out like a giant machete knife situation like out from under his cushion and I was like oh hell no this is not so I was like everybody get inside get in the back like da -da -da. get inside like da -da. like because all the customers that were like still there and I like immediately was like I don't know like like some whatever person that knows how to react to these situations and I went inside I called, blah, blah, blah. got the whole thing like you know wrapped up in a jiffy 
and didn't even realize any of that till after. Um, also the same girl that was like, yo, you need a band-aid. <laughs> Go wash your hands. Um, so, you know, I don't know. That's pretty polar opposite, right? Is that a good example? Oh my God, to our beautiful listeners, if you did not hear Gate 56 coming in hot just then, the storyteller, has she wrapped it around <laughs> the gate of extremes of how she experiences life? I don't, we couldn't do this again if we tried. I just love you. I love you so much. <laughs> and I just, I told you this was going to be fun. And oh, I don't care yeah, if it's you're right, fun you're right, for us. Right. I don't care. If it's fun for us, then that's enough for me. So yeah, people still talk about that story have my job here and there. Comes I can out. totally see that too. I think that I've said a lot about uh, gate 15 there and um, the extremities of it. <laughs> I, uh, I just, um, I really want anybody that does have this gate to know that it is uh, something that you kind of develop a, um, a love and an acceptance for within yourself and figure out how to work with it and really love it. You know, I've started to lean into loving the uniqueness of my extremes instead of kind of feeling um, like they were less than or because they weren't consistent or if they were, you know, just weird um, or not like, not like anybody else's uh, ways or whatever. But um, any, and I, I feel like a lot of the, um, the gates in the G center are like this kind of like dynamic of, um, you know, cause it's really about love and it's like biggest sense of the, of the thing. Right. So um this is love of humanity, right? The 15 also. So great. There's like some, uh, yeah. So just, you know, give yourself some grace here. If you have gate 15, love it about yourself and think about times like this, that you can really, you know, um, I mean, that was fun looking at some of my polar opposite behaviors, right? <laughs> I even thought so. <laughs> so, um, Loved it. yeah. Did that answer the question? I think it did, right? hundred percent. Yes. All right. Let's see here. Let's do um, gate. How about gate 22? That's kind of my number. I love 22. It's my birthday. You know, 22. You got that 22, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, I do. Do you want to pass on that one? I actually don't. No, I don't. Good. I don't feel I don't feel right. like I need to pass. So I'm good. Let me read it to you. Okay. You're already ahead of me and reading it yourself. I can no, see it. No, I'm not. I, I switch. I flip to it. And then I'm like, no, I just want to hear you speak it. So. All right. So. Uh, My eyes are closed. <laughs> gate 22 is in the solar plexus. You guys, Amy's inner authority center. Holler. Okay. Gate 22. What types of discomfort come up for you when people around you are silent? I remember we talked about this one. I remember that now. Mm -hmm. um, it's interesting because a previous version of me, I did find it uncomfortable. I was yeah. raised where um, if there was a pause in the conversation, uh, one of my uh, female superiors, like, you know, my mom or my grandma would feel it with idle chatter. Right. Right. Um, because of the discomfort that was probably, I don't know, felt by them. And I have grown to really love silence. And um, I also am not interested in idle chatter. Mm -hmm. I have definitely learned that about myself. So maybe the only discomfort that I could 
relate to is when I am sharing an emotional experience with someone that I feel um, safe to do that with. And I don't, I can't read how they're processing it. And Mm. the most specific example that I could definitely give is I had an uncomfortable experience with my daughter um, surrounding my birthday this year and it was meant to happen. And I, we were both very upset and we wanted, I, I am not interested in shoving things under the carpet. That's the way I was raised. We didn't talk about feelings. We didn't talk about conflict or discomfort in any way ever. And, um, emotions were modeled as weak, definitely. And so in those, when my daughter and I were having this conversation, whenever I started really openly sharing how I was feeling about some things, um, that I, I can reflect on some discomfort, not certain of how she was receiving it. And I feel like it's when the, it's in those moments and it's interesting, of course, it's coming from my solar plexus. So it is, has everything to do with my feelings and my emotions. It's a little bit of the, the discomfort is I'm not sure how this is going to land. And I think it comes from, um, not enoughness, you know, is somebody going to make me feel small again? I felt, you know, I've had that done a lot in my lifetime. Of course, you also are going to hear me say nobody makes you feel anything without your permission. So I see the permission I gave for a really long time in a bunch of different ways. But now I'm really comfortable with the silence and I give a lot of space to it. And I think the design, learning human design has helped with that because we don't all process in the same way at the same speed. And so now I have a um, a great ability to honor that for someone else, but boy, a younger version of me found great discomfort in that for sure. And it still pops up and that's okay. Yeah. But I don't feel like I need to feel the silence anymore. So good. Um, I like that answer. I, um, I think this is another good question for, for a lot of people to sit with, you know, I think that a lot of people can probably, um, relate to how you were raised and how, um, you know, silence in conversations and um, lulls, if you want to call them that, in, in combos should be filled. And um, I mean, I'm, I'm similar to you in that I don't really like small talk and combos like that anyways. I find myself um, really bored quickly by, by stuff like that. And, and um, I used to think that that um, was me like seeming entitled or like I knew more or like something like that. Like I used to have that kind of conditioning around that. Um, and now I've learned that it's just really the the quality of the conversations and stuff that I crave and that um that feed me are are not, they're not, and there's nothing wrong if those conversations do feed you. That's just not who I um I'm similar to you. Whereas I like I'd much rather get into some like like real stuff right away. <laughs> um but that's just because that's how I am. And I don't really know any other way to be. And, uh, and I think that your share was great on that because I really think that, um, I think a lot of people just can relate to struggling with discomfort, um, in silence, uh, you know, in others' presence. 
I think that that's something I've witnessed people experience, you know, Definitely. I don't know. You can see it. You can, you can tell the people yeah. that are very uncomfortable with it. Yeah. And I think, makes- and I, there, I don't have any judgment for it, but I often am curious, um, what has happened to them to, yeah. you know, or even if they're aware that there's just idle chatter. Yeah. And um, yeah, I just, I think that's a, that's a really cool um, thing to think about for any of us. Right. Um, And I, I, you know, it's not mine to answer, but, uh, but I'm glad that I picked it for, for you. And I, and I wonder, it makes me, while you were talking, I was wondering, I'm like, I wonder, I wonder how that started. Like, I wonder at what point manners and the manners learning of like culture we were like, you know what? Silence is, is it's not great anymore. We should just start filling it with our voices all the time around the dinner table. <laughs> like, I wonder when that switched because I imagine at some point, like before, like, I mean, silence um, is normal, right? Silence is a place to experience um, the exchange as well just without words right we know this we know this from other things like sex and other things that don't involve words you know you can you can do I mean you can share a look in silence and it can say a million things you could uh you know wink that's silent so um you know I don't know I think silence offers presence right yeah present in the moment with silence um unless you're future tripping we talked about that yeah well and and you know i think uh i think it's gotta probably be tied in with uh you know as we got busier and whatnot the silence got like like too uncomfortable right because we're like ah i don't know there was no silence in my head anyways so i can't imagine (laughs) it's never it was never silent so anyway let's go next one oh i'm torn between two um let me feel into what I want to do here because I'm torn. Um, I'm going to do in the root. Um, I'm going to do gate 60. Oof. I know, <laughs> but I'm, I'm really like, I'm curious about this. I don't have this defined. I know you do. My daughter does. And so I, I, uh, you can take it as a pass and I'll do the other one that I was thinking about if you'd prefer. No, I don't care. Go okay. ahead. What is it? I don't know what the thing says. I know, but I you knew oh, okay. what you were giving me a pass sixty already. was, and you're like, oh. So well, I, was, I just I already was like, oh, when you said root center. Well, and that's, that's really my, like, why. And that's really why demons. because you have an interesting relationship with your root, and we talk about it, you know. And yeah, so I just wondered I if it would offer you a different perspective if we, you know, shine a light on it. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. So here's the question: What is it like when you feel pressure? to transform and break new barriers. Oh. oh. You can still pass. What is it like when you feel pressure to transform and break new barriers? That's a, that's a deep question there. I know, I know. Um, well, gate 60 is kind of a, it's a deep, deep gate. Um, I mean, it's the part of the channel of mutation, right? Right, so. right. And I don't have the channel, obviously, because then I'd be a safe girl. Right. But um, 
um, which I, I think that that matters as we're answering these questions. I'm getting the, the feeling that like, you know, like when you answered gay 22, I thought you have the channel. When you asked me about 56, I had the channel. Like, I think it feels different. Like I'm more unsure of this question. Well, and the sinners, I don't have the channel. This is the first one that, thing. yeah, but this is the first one where the sinners not defined either. Right. So oh, I God, the first in your throat God. and the second one is in your G and now I'm down to your root. And so yeah. I, you know, I yeah. wanted to Which try, is, I, wanted I just, to I can feel the difference. Defined. Yeah. I can, I can really feel the difference um, is, is what I'm trying to convey that in my um, knowing what to say right now in answering the question. And, and I'm wondering if that's because, yeah, what you just said, the definition is consistent in all of the other ones you asked me. So it's, yeah. you know, okay. Um, my initial response was to say that I, um, I feel pressure about things all the time, just so that I'm very clear, but specifically what you said, how do you feel about the pressure to when, to, when it's time to transform or yep. break new, break new barriers? Yep. My initial response was to want to say, I don't feel pressure in those moments. Ooh, weird. But think about um, that. Maybe you're tapping into your spleen. It's in the moment. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm sharing it with you and everyone, because that was my initial, I'm trying to really honor those initial responses. It's just crazy how quickly um, I go, I go quickly onto the next thing. And I don't even realize that there, that's that something's coming in. I don't know if it is or not, but trying to honor that process a little bit. And that was my initial thing. And then I was like, well, hold on. Um, I'm trying to think of moments where maybe I was trying to transform or, or do something new in my life and how that pressure felt. And that then felt very real and, and heavy for, for a hot second was my next thought. So uh, maybe it's both. Um, maybe, maybe my understanding is that I feel it uh, sometimes super overwhelmingly uh, when it's time to do those things. And maybe sometimes I don't feel it at all. And I just do them. So let's think about the center that's in. That center that's in is, you know, drive, ambition, you know, uh, mm -hmm. holds a lot of stress in there too, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and so do you think that plays a role in it is like, am I going to have the drive and the ambition to see this, you know, through or to follow through with it or whatever the action that might be needed? Cause this is like the pressure piece of it. But then, um, I just wondered if yeah. that was like a part B to it in any way. Yeah, I think so. I think, um, I think that's a, a big part of it. And I think, um, you know, I want to I want to read the words that um, Sam put here because she also went in this guide, put some words associated to each center, which I um, yes, yes, I feel like I want to read right now uh, with with this answer. And the words are you said a lot of them already, but the words are stress, pressure, movement, momentum, fuel, desire, pace, mutation, start transform and expel holy crap yeah holy shit right i was like um so see the root center freaks me out i definitely have this like weird thing with the root right we talk we talk about this because um my root is undefined and learning this has been breakthrough information for me because i'm learning now how to re-navigate that for myself um because i'm understanding that i've been running at a pace of someone who thought they had a defined root 
that's how I was taught to, to exist. I think a lot of us are. Um, you know, there's a lot of elements of my design that really lean towards me just, you know, uh, being in the moment and, and, and in my own, you know, thing, the innocence motivation and the undefined root in and of itself. Um, but I didn't know any of that. And so for sure, like God, those words, like the stress and the, like the high pressureness, the like tension, um, that I felt overall and and, it, and it, this makes me want to go back to that nervous system piece that we touch on sometimes but I felt really tightly wound and and uh stressed and like just um so so at, at times in my life recently or not recently but like over the last few years when I have gone through some transformative things for myself um now I'm at a place and I am trying something new I am trying to break new barriers in a lot of ways with the work that I'm doing and the way that I'm doing it for myself. I'm breaking new barriers because I've never um, trusted the process as much and leaned into the receptivity of it. And the um, me being allowed to not be strategic for a change has given me permission to go about um, these new endeavors in my life differently than I've ever have. So that gives me no pressure when I when I say that to you you know that doesn't make me feel the same things I'm thinking I felt in so I don't know those words for me I think maybe uh, affect me different transformation and new barriers I like I think new barriers sounds exciting and transformation sounds scary to me so I think that um maybe that's the you know gate of extremes but uh or whatever my polarity is whatever you want to call it the inconsistency in my definition there maybe yeah. Um, the experiences that I've have have had, I'm sure that have molded and shaped me. Um, but, um, but yeah, and I, I, I don't know that I would, um, you know, say like, I've done that a lot, like broken new barriers or things of that nature, but maybe, maybe I have, and, and I should, you know, I can, I can think about that now with this question too, like, or with this statement question, what was it? Um, question. Yeah. So the answer is, how do I feel both ways? I guess the answer is I feel, um, I feel like sometimes it's a lot of pressure and it makes me, uh, uh, act. I was going to say act out, but like act, act, behave in a way that, um, doesn't necessarily feel great for my body and doesn't necessarily feel like um, how I'm meant to be, you know, I never felt like I was meant to be this like tightly wound person, but yet I was yeah. often. Yeah. Um, so, but, um, but yeah, I, uh, I, and then, and then parts of me feel like I've probably broken new barriers and stepped into things quite easily too, in moments of my life without any thought of pressure. But, but probably because it was coming from a different place or it was something maybe I felt safe enough to, to do, even though it was new or I don't know, maybe I had enough support or, or a person that like gave me that, I don't know. But yeah, I think it's both for me. Maybe some of it, it you when the instinct kicks in and the intuition, you don't overthink it. Mm -hmm. And when mm -hmm. you're uncertain, you overthink it, right? Maybe there, yep. there's some stuff for you to play around with, but I love, I love, I love the depth of your answer. And I think it will land for a lot of people 
just how you received the questions, how the different words that she offered, you know, impacted you. So beautiful, beautiful answer. Good choice because I, you know, it really does help me. Um, Even though the words (laughs) surrounding the root center, I mean, they make me uneasy just right off the offhand. I can feel myself. You know, I was like, oof, as soon as you said, we're sure. I know. Uh, you know, um, and it's helpful to talk about that because then I feel more like I, like it's safe yep. territory for me to, to explore and play around with, like you said. So um, thanks. Thanks for that manifester. You're welcome. Um, okay. How about one more? Yeah, I, um, I feel like I'm called to do a sacral one. Okay. Fire away. Right. Have we done a sacral one? Nope. I don't know can't keep track of anything anymore um have we done a splenic one no nope. i can't keep track of anything anymore i don't just, even know why i'm asking you, you you just pick whatever your little heart desires <laughs> i'm here for it <laughs> oh my heart wants so many things though i want to do an ego one too oh jesus okay um okay hold on let me let me just let me tune in real quick to the yes. spleen because i'm thinking a lot right now guys um i want to do 34 okay you have 34. It's a sacral. Yep. That checks two of the things I've kind of felt like I wanted to, to do there, I think. Yeah. And that's an undefined center for me. So there you go. Hello. Yeah. And, uh, and it's a powerful gate, right? Okay. So gate 34. It, this, I like this question too. Um, what gets you so fired up? You feel like you could have energy to burn for days. What? gets you so fired up you feel like you could have energy to burn for days can't say human design no i'm just kidding (laughs) you can say whatever you want i want to tell you my first gut instinct is when i'm with you oh you know like literally you know um (laughs) so i mean that just i think that when you're with a person that sees you, accepts you, is excited about the same things. We can talk about this until, you know, our throat is so dry and our eyes are about to pop out because we're tired, which we did that a lot in Costa Rica. Um, (laughs) That's, that's, it's, it's the energy. It's that deep connection. Mm -hmm. I crave, my love language is quality time and quality time means a whole lot of things to me, but it really means deep compact you know connection and uh like just expansive conversation and acceptance and just like all of those things my very next thought came to when anybody comes here to florida that i love especially like my kiddos and i just know that i'm gonna get like just dedicated quality time with them oh when they come here like when they come to my Mm. little part of paradise I am bouncing off the walls just undeniably. Um, I wish I could say that that's kind of the same way whenever I go there, but it's not. <laughs> so I just got to be honest about that. Um, I'm also going to be super nerdy. And whenever I do some kind of new um, movement type of thing that I'm curious to test out and try out for myself, I don't need another soul to do it with me. Um, and sometimes I prefer not to, cause I want to be able to do everything at my own pace. And, um, and let's see what else, what's the question again? What 
what gets you so fired up you feel like you could have energy to burn for days really good answers though so far yeah that's not what I thought you were I mean like I, I just like how you you know how you positioned it also yeah so far I um, mean sorry I like new things I like trying new things I like like moving to like and new experiences and um when I go on vacation I while I don't need to like I am so not an excursion girl fuck that um but I am so excited to see where we are and see what all there is to offer us like when the kids and I went to Disney in May for my daughter's 24th birthday um because we'd never been like I was jumping out of my skin just because I was going to be with them and it was new and we'd never done it and they weren't little. So they weren't going to whine all fucking day. No offense. I love kids. I really, really do. But it's just, it, it was a totally different experience because they're complete and totally whole humans. And if they wanted to go do their thing and I needed my, you know, like chill time and alone and whatever, like just freedom is something that gives me a lot of energy and fuel too um freedom to create do and be um those are all the things I, yeah i wonder do those words um do those words like the what gets you so fired up okay you feel like okay energy to burn for days does do those words is that hard for you to like even relate to because that's why I didn't that's why I didn't as you heard me clearly I didn't choose anything from a um I what's the word I doing perspective yes yeah yes and I think that's really um interesting because as I was hearing the words again too I was like I don't know if there's anything that gets me that fired up that I feel like I have energy to burn for days. The only things that come to mind truly for me are like vacation and stuff like that. When I'm yes. on vacation, like, like the, the retreat, I had energy to burn for days those days for sure. Because I was learning, I was on like in Costa Rica, I was around a bunch of human design nerds like myself. I mean, how many things could I like, how many, how lucky can a girl get? Right. But, um, I think it's really interesting. And, and I think that this is why these questions are cool to look at from both because I'm willing to bet that if we ask a sacral this question, who's going to have this this center defined always if they're a sacral because this is in the sacral it's gate 34 and it's the same like there's no um, taking away from Amy's gate 34 versus a sacral's gate 34 right like but I'm I'm interested um, in how the language would land you know. For uh, if I ask some of my uh, sacrals in the in, in my world that have gate 34, which I do think that there's something here, which I is just another beautiful layered way that we get to look at these awesome questions and statements because we can think about that now too. Like with Amy's answer, I love your answers. They're they're great and they're from it was, uh, it was the energy of like joy, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. not not in the action of doing. Yeah. And, and I'm just curious. I'm really curious to see what like Kelly's first answer. Would I know. Be. God, you, you right? read my mind. Cause I, Cause I know she has it. I we know she of. has 34. She's got all the gates. Yeah. Um, she's got the 30 but, 20. So yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I know a lot of people, I have a lot of people in my life with 34. Um, 
I mean, I'm gonna, I might ask them. I'm gonna ask my friend Dominica. I know she has 34. Uh, you know, I might just, I'm really curious to see where, how their answers would differ here. Yeah. And, um, and just for mine, I mean, if you, even if you look at mine, it, like vacation, it was the first place I went, yep. which is like, that's not something I'm going to do all the time. That's the only time that I really got energy and burn, because, because of those words though, you know yeah. what I'm saying? If this was phrased a little different, I might have heard it. And, and I think that all of that is so cool about human yeah. sign. Yeah. We get to like, think about all of those layers of those questions. So I love your answers. Were you going to say more about it? I'm sorry. No, I think I no. No, I, I just, mm -hmm. I think that um, this is just another example of an activation I have in an undefined center. And I am, my expression of it is so much more, you know, energy for days. I didn't go to it. My not ever did it come to like a creative urge or something. Right. Like that. It right. was so much more of connection for me and the energy of like, that joyous you know right energy like that's which is which is you know really truly in my opinion correct for you and, yeah. and the use of this gate and leaning into the energy of this gate for you um whereas a sacral's answer uh you know might differ uh you know a lot from yours and it and it and it will be perfectly correct for them possibly too right because um they quite literally do have energy to burn for days often when they're so engaged in these um, creative projects or something like that. Like, I really, I really, ex uh, not, I guess expected or thought that maybe there was going to be an answer like that coming out of you, but, um, because you are so aware of your, um, you know, energy design and just, I mean, obviously you've had this gate your whole life. And so you've probably learned how to navigate that a little bit too on your own, even before design. Yes. I imagine. I don't know. I'm a little envious of this gate. This feels so powerful. I'm kind of like, ooh, I want some 34. But um well, you know, I'll see we're together. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I love that. Um I, I got I got, I feel like I could do this like for every single one, but I obviously know. that's not the game. I know. Um it's so but, fun though, and I'm so yeah. incredibly grateful that you came across this again. And I always feel like things come to us when they're meant to. And then you so beautifully shared it with me and we were just going crazy with it. And then we felt called to play a game with it. Just to, I mean, we only went through six gates people, right? Like six. Oh my God, is that it? Yeah, I know. But look at just the reflections that each of us were able to offer just being asked a question. And it has us learning more about ourselves within our design so then which then empowers us to you know um live into it and have more of an experiment with it for each other and then our curiosity is like how will we see it in others and i think you know sam did a great job with these questions they're brilliant and Thank i you. intend to use them you know in perpetuity and you'll use them until your gate 15 tells you not to so. <laughs> <laughs> until I find them again right that's yeah. that's so beautiful I love when you say stuff like that to me um because it's Amy really does this beautiful thing where she fuels like my my um or she supports like backs up my like one line uh things and that like come up and re-come up and randomly come up um and you mentioned it uh in in one of our the other episodes that we did recently I don't I don't know if they're out or not yet whatever but um 
about how I found a pattern with like comedians and then I found a pattern yes. with like serial killers and then yeah. athletes and like celebrities. And, um, I, uh, I just, I, you know, that's, that, it's so cool for me to be able to like share that in excitement with somebody and for them to find it also fascinating and cool. So fascinating. And, yes. and, um, and then for it to spark things and like, um, not that this is the same as that, but the, the Sam Zagar purchase, you know, like I said, this was done ages ago. And it, and it was definitely done um, at a time in my uh, journey where I was just tapping into the gates. I was just starting to, to want to learn this part, the gates, um, kind of understand the names. I wanted to learn them in a way. And I, I knew I'm not going to memorize them. I'm not going to do flashcards. That's not in me. Um, but I wanted to really learn, you know, my one line. And so this was a resource that I found at the time. Um, and I'm sure I used it then. I don't know. I can't remember anything that I do at the moment until, until it's brought out of me again. But, uh, you know, what, what perfect timing for us to find this again, for me to find this again now yep. and to bring it to you. And, um, you know, really as of late, we have been, uh, at least in our own conversations, getting really gate specific. I know. About- right and and really inquiring about certain channels and each other, you know and like uh picking each other's brains for that stuff and um so yeah just I, I love that uh that's one of the ways I find my um my spleen to work you know too is like the that purchase was like you know one of those spontaneous purchases in the moment where I just bought like a bajillion things at once looked at it maybe for a little bit, put it aside. Now I refound it. And now here we are. And like a whole episode is here. And I kind of want to do another one, but whatever. We'll talk about that. (laughs) And I'm like, I want to bring guests on and do it with them and see how they experience it. You know, like I just, there's so many ways that, oh my God, that's a great idea. I know. I know. So if you're listening and you want to be our guest, let us know. (laughs) Yeah. Because that Um, would be so fun. I love that idea. Yeah. I wonder, yeah, I, I just, um, I really think it's, it's, it's cool. And, and if you guys like this episode, if you feel like this lands or you want to like, um, you know, us to maybe do a few more, I mean, uh, or, or, you know, do another part two episode, like if you're excited about it, bring me, um, <laughs> let us know. And, yeah. um, and, and if not, that's cool too. We'll, we'll keep it moving, but, uh, uh, we love this. And like you said, Amy, it's definitely going to be a resource that, uh, especially right now that I use, um, uh, I think again, uh, and, 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 you know, with, there's so many great questions here. And I think that it's cool to explore like we did um, in terms of, do I have this gate? Is yeah. it in a defined, or do I not have this gate? And is this a, is this a quality that I, um, or is a question that I've spent like a lot of my life thinking about? And maybe that's not really something that I need to consistently worry about anymore. Just like, you know? Yep. Um, so, so yeah, if you're listening and, um, you had any of the ones we picked i encourage you to like explore that let's you know definitely yeah and if we do yeah, this again, was fun we'll cover six different ones or ten different ones and if we have a guest on we could rapid fire and have a blast so yeah we should possible. just we should have sam on and like maybe maybe she'd be into, into that we'll have to see yeah why not um i love it though it was a lot of fun me too very very great wonderful idea it's a good time for me too Yay. All right. Well, um, we love you all so much. Thank you for hanging with us and, um, playing along hopefully. And, um, we'll, we'll see on the next one. Absolutely. All right. Until the next time. Bye for now. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. We hope you found it inspiring and digestible. 
If you like what you heard, it would mean a lot to us if you'd take a moment to follow us so you'll be notified when new episodes are released. And if you're feeling really generous, please share and review our podcast as long as it's a five-star review. Otherwise, never mind. Maybe just keep that to yourself. And lastly, if you're new to human design or just curious to learn more about your own, Amy and I both have offerings for that. We also have an extensive human design community that we belong to. So if we don't feel like the right fit, we can certainly guide you to someone who is.